आई वी एम Here's your smart fact of the day. As someone who's railed against PowerPoint in any presentations, it is rather ironic that I talk about PowerPoint right now in this smart fact. It's quite simple actually. A PowerPoint presentation apparently should have 10 slides last no more than 20 minutes and should not contain a font smaller than 30 points. This is apparently called the 10 20 30 rule. Now what is the 2 4 8 rule? 248 rule is every 2 minutes you have a new slide so therefore you have about 30 slides for a 60 minute speech no more than 4 bullets per slide and no more than 8 words per bullet my god i'm already getting confused hey there welcome to smarter with said and in today's episode what i'm trying to talk about is the impact of listening well in making great presentation yeah you heard that right not in a great presentation delivered to you but when you are making a great presentation so why am i saying that let's take a couple of steps back what essentially we uh, come to know is the you know the kind of smart facts that i just uh, talked to you about those kind of templates are plenty on the internet you can find them out and sure they'll be useful if you are stuck doing a powerpointer right you will find it useful you will find it as a great guiding point you know 10 points 20 minutes etc etc but i think there is one underrated skill that is not being really talked about when it comes to making a very effective presentation so i want to talk about that first and i also want to talk about how to listen to a presentation itself so today's episode is all about listening but listening in a specific context the context of somebody making a presentation so first of all first of all let's just look at what am i talking about when it comes to listening when you yourself are making the presentation so think about how unnatural it is whether it's on zoom or it's in real life you are kind of figuratively or metaphorically standing up and making a presentation your slides are being seen and attention is being divided between you your voice and the slides and those slides are coming on with a lot of data in it and then people are getting interested in that data or not interested and then the zoning out happens okay and then people uh, maybe are impatient they want you to know how long this is going to be because there is no real understanding unless and until you have specified it that okay this is going to be for 20 minutes or he has uh, the other guy has specified it that is better be for 20 minutes because that's all the time that he or she has so you know what it goes like right and i've been listening to so many student and learner presentations that i thought that the most obvious thing that any guy or gal who's making a presentation should remember is being overlooked and that is you need to be able to listen to what is being asked of you even before you touch powerpoint i know i have made presentations on presentations yeah that's meta but actually i have made an episode on how to make an effective presentation if you scroll through my archives you will find one there and those rules still apply but this is a very different skill this is a very different skill and it is about listening to what the brief is and listening to it so well that you are able to represent it in a manner that the guy who's on the other side the guy who's listening to your presentation understands that okay this person has listened to what my problem is 
right? And this is so subtle, but it creates so much of trust and so much of impact. I can't overemphasize its importance. Because what tends to happen is that when I come on stage, whether it is again a virtual stage or a real stage, and I start talking and I start presenting my brilliant ideas or my insights or my solutions or my data or my analysis, you know, you can sense a little bit of discomfort having happening at the subconscious level and i have tried to understand what can this discomfort be attributed to and i have come to understand that it is about hey have these guys actually listened to what i have to say as the brief and that can only be represented by you clearly stating it in a manner that's convincing enough that yes i have listened to you this is what your problem is. These are the nuances and subtler aspects of the problem. These are things that you may have not said, but these are I'm inferring. And therefore, you know, I've really thought through. I take care of what the, the issue is. I take care of your problem. And so therefore, I'll take care of your business. I'll take care of your campaign. I'll take care of your product or whatever it is. So there are so many things that are happening and are being communicated at a meta level, at a you know metacognitive level, when you are showcasing the fact that you have listened really well. And if those are your initial slides, then there is a relaxation from the listener's side, and then he is more open, more amenable to whatever your solutions are. And I've seen very ordinary solutions, very mundane uh, ideas actually get the green light when the guy on the other side has been convinced that you have listened to him either before or after the meetings that have been held before over phone calls, etc, etc, etc. And that makes one heck of a difference. I'm telling you, next time, try it out. Allow, and you don't have to be obvious about it. Don't say, hey, we've listened to you. That is kind of counterintuitive. But through the slide that you're saying, whatever content there is, the person has to get a feeling that I have been listened to and now these guys are presenting something to me. Really important. And now let me go to the other side. If you're on the you know receiving end of a presentation, all these rules still apply, right? And I'm assuming that you know there have been times that you're getting to be real irritated with the presenter and with the way in which the presentation is being made and the audacity of the presenter for not having listened to you and still presenting some solution or the irrelevance of it all and, and stuff like that. And yes, there are ways in which, there are many ways in which you can get irritated with something like this. But I've realized that it is a complete waste of my time to get irritated with listening to a presentation because A, I guess as somebody who's working, you will soon realize that you are going to have to go through many meetings wherein there are presentations that are made. Now, some of us have created coping mechanisms wherein we are doing other things, especially if you are on Zoom or doodling away if it's real life or trying to solve our own things and only paying partial attention and, and the rest of it. And those are good coping mechanisms, I would say good coping mechanisms I would never uh, you know start berating you for having one but there is another method which is to have a beginner's mind and to listen to the good and to the unlearned to the unheard you have not listened to something that this person has to say and I think if you have this sort of beginner's mind towards listening to a presentation 
it will hold you in good stead. At least you will have a much better time, if nothing else, of listening to the presentation. And at the very best, it can possibly showcase an insight to you that you may have overlooked because you're so irritated with everything else, you know, the quality of the presentation or the quality of the presenter and, and the rest of it. If you yourself relax into looking out for that wonderful insight with a beginner's mind. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I'm just trying to make the most out of work life. And a lot of work life is actually spent in presentations and meetings, right? And this is where it's the chance to be smarter. That 1% smarter, 2% smarter, 10% smarter. And a lot of times we just tend to get into some habitual methods, patterns of behavior during uh, presentations. And maybe that those mundane, ordinary moments are the ones which we need to crack first and be different, be a little smarter. Yeah, smarter, 1% smarter maybe. If you are, then I'm certain that you will appreciate this, uh, this sentiment of mine. Here's to all of us becoming 1% smarter. And uh, I hope you like this episode of Smarter with Sid. Yeah. And I hope that uh, with that lovely, nice segue, you will also look at the way in which I'm kind of plugging in the traveling professor who, uh, you know, is nobody else but me. I'm on Instagram as the traveling professor and uh, on LinkedIn as well. And on LinkedIn, I write notes on Instagram. I create reels and some other content. Do, do take a look at that. And uh, if you like podcasts like these, just go to IBM Podcasts. They've got some great stuff there. Until next time, my friends. Until next time.